let me ask you a little a sort of curveball question. So, can you think of a company that has decided to address this issue of the fear of feedback and successfully done that? And what can you say about the journey and the path to doing that? Do you know, I'd like to be able to say yes. I think there are a number of companies who have gone a long way towards it. Yeah. Some of whom we interviewed in, in the book that's about to come out. I don't think anybody's totally got rid of it. That's the problem. Yeah. That's one of our dilemmas. You said, where's the start point? Well, mm. it is a dilemma because mm. that's where we are. This is the reality of the current situation. Mm. How do we move from it? Well, I think we've got to convince other leadership that there is a need now to change the way HR works with the rest of the leadership mm -hmm. and allow expertise to play. Mm -hmm. So there's a challenge there of how we achieve that mm -hmm. shift. I think then there's a need to create time. Mm -hmm. There's a need to actually slow down in the way we support people. There's a, there's a real need to accelerate in the business areas mm. that are customer facing in mm. order to deliver expectations to customers. Yeah. But to support people in doing that, you don't have to go at the same pace. You need to get it right. Yeah. It is no longer, you cannot possibly any longer be given top marks for doing something it's time to just do the right thing alright yeah. uh, and I think finally it's about painting the pictures that by doing that you will achieve greater results and do so with less stress yeah on the individuals in the business. Yeah, well, let, let me let me jump on your let me like that because you've, you've you've triggered me with that painting the pictures phrase. I think that's really critical, and I, I want to test a perception with you, if I may. Um, this is a sample of one, so it's not like a, a representative <laughs> sample, but 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 I'm going to test it anyway. So I have been working with um, uh, an HR director, really really great. You know, the business is growing and. Pretty much the job of, of well, his, his job is about putting in the infrastructure and establishing the practices necessary for the business to scale. Um, so you, know, you could you, you could look at that on a number of levels. They're, obviously, they need systems. Obviously, they need process. You know, these need to be tied together. They need to be driven through the organisation at different levels. My observation to him was that the leadership team for, that he was serving did not have the full grasp of HR systemically sufficient to understand what HR was providing. And so, naturally, you know, we, we had some suggestions on the back of that. But I wonder what your view is on, we've got, HR has got a problem in the sense that it's got to build trust, but I think it's also got to build understanding. It, it does have to build understanding, and it, it has a dilemma. Because I think most people understand the defensive role of HR. Mm. Complying, managing absence, mm. agreeing holidays, all that kind of... People you know, getting paid. People getting paid. All of the, the system-led support mechanisms. Mm. And as you grow, 
the system needs to be able to cope with numbers. I think there's a huge lack of understanding in what I would call the attacking side of HR, that, that organisation development side mm-hmm. around performance, around learning, around behaviours, around actually, and this is where attack and defence come together in the creative sort of element, which is what culture does this organisation actually need to achieve what it wants to achieve, to gain its place in its market, to generate the levels of numbers and results that it wants to, to achieve. What working environment will support that culture? Therefore, what values, behaviours do we expect key people in this organisation to exhibit mm. in order for that to happen? And what happens if they don't? Yeah. What happens if they start nibbling away at it? Yeah. What happens if somebody comes in is outright anti what's needed? Yeah. Who deals with it? And who's responsible for saying that isn't on? Well, I think traditionally that's been left to, well, no, that, that's got nothing to do with UHR. Well, yeah. I'm sorry, I yeah. think that it's absolutely where expertise is needed. Yeah. Because the way in which you deal, the way in which you address issues of that nature is where real skill people understanding can Mm. come into play. Mm. You can shift the organisation immensely with highly skilled people people. Mm. And I think that's where HR needs to focus its attention. Mm. Stop worrying about what other people in the business will think. It's actually time to grab and take responsibility jointly with other business managers for having the company that is needed. And that may mean that there are going to be subcultures. It may mean that the the subculture within finance and the subculture within marketing is different. Sure. That's fine. As long as the systemic behaviours and values are what's needed in the business. Yeah. Simple things like respect, simple things like trust. Yeah. Simple. We can cut costs all over the place if that is all aligned. Yeah. You don't need to have a project to cut costs if you haven't spent them in the first place. <laughs> and that's where I kind of think we miss, you know, the, the, the battle almost between HR and other managers needs to stop. Yeah. It's, yeah. It, it, you know, that. Where real value can be added needs to be understood. I agree. Yeah, fantastic. Fantastic. All right, so for an aspiring HR director, um, well, in fact, for any HR director, long on the tooth and and, and still inspired or or (laughs) having a bad day because it's front money, whatever, what, what would be your suggestion in terms of a frame for considering this? One... Be yourself. You know, get it right in yourself first, mm-hmm. and, and be comfortable with a being the expert, b standing ground, mm-hmm. defending the company, mm-hmm. caring about the company. Second, I think work really 
together with business leaders on what they're trying to achieve, what mm. would actually help them to achieve it. And then recognize that you are in a uniquely different position to anyone else and stop worrying about copying what everyone else is doing. Yeah. If you honestly believe you need X, Y, or Z to be your framework, create your framework for you. Mm. And if you need help, get help from people who actually understand how to get the insight you need, mm. where to deliver the impact that's going to make a difference, mm. and how you can create flow throughout the organisation. Fantastic. Thanks very much, Nelon. Great yeah, talking. And Great. you. Thanks, Simon. Cheers. Cheers.